Welcome to the TN Talks, celebrating local with chats with some of our amazing TN partners, small business owners across the TN postcodes that make our community so special. This series is sponsored by Thompson, Snell and Passmore. Thompson, Snell and Passmore is one of the leading law firms in the Southeast. Commercial clients range in size and sector and they act for individuals too when protecting their family's wealth, moving house or getting divorced. Their commercial teams have a wealth of experience advising clients in the food and drink and retail sectors and understand issues impacting these fast-moving industries which are central to the UK economy. They have a reputation for providing high-quality, intelligent advice and outstanding service to their clients. Kerry, I am so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you very, very much for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. I know you're really, really busy at the moment because it's in the middle of flower season. Yes. Um, but let's explain who you are to you own Highgate Florist and Flower School. And we're recording at Base Point in Crowborough. You're five minutes down the road, aren't you? Yeah, nice and local. So yes, I'm Kerry from Highgate Florist and Flower School. We, I opened up my flower school this year, although I've been doing workshops and courses for many years. But a career change sort of come into business because I've got my little girl who's just... Stop. <laughs> You're going to do your whole life story Sorry. in about two minutes. <laughs> but b- before you talk about your business, yeah. it's a big family plot, isn't it? It's been part of the family for a long time. And it was your dad's, wasn't it? Yes. So my dad bought the piece of land about 40 years ago. And he has built up... We've done flower growing. He's done flower growing for many years. And we actually opened up to the public properly after the first lockdown. So we've got a barn there that was our storage barn. And that's been transformed into a cafe and a shop, which is now my flower school as well. So it's me and my dad that mainly run it. So were there flowers in the fields for many years? Or is that your doing, Kerry? Uh, no, my dad is a, a seasoned flower grower. Um, he's done lots of flower growing. He, glo- he grows bedding summer bedding he likes to grow cuttings from the flowers and grow everything he's really really old school like a a traditional country market gardener (laughs) did you grow up with him doing that or is it later in life oh that's really special always grown up and I didn't actually want to be a florist when I was little kind of rebelling from the family business Uh, yeah I was literally there all day every day after school and yeah I was playing in the field obviously that was before social media and Mm. phones and things so yeah my childhood was growing up on the flower field and did you you said you took over the business but what were you doing before that after school did you go straight into working with the family or did you go no so well I did route? yeah so I stayed on at school to do the first lot of my A levels um and then actually developed a really bad anxiety did you <laughs> so it meant for me I really struggled with traveling anywhere so I just managed to finish my second year at college doing floristry mm. so I went to Plumpton College and did only because I didn't know what I wanted to do so I thought floristry is an easy option <laughs> um, well, it's what you knew isn't it It was it is what I knew and I, I didn't know I didn't have a clue what I wanted oh. to do but my anxiety set in when I was about 18 19 so that sort of um limited me to the shop so I just stayed working for my dad um and I've been there ever since <laughs> didn't you post recently that this September is your 10th year running your own business yes yeah congratulations thank you decade. does it feel like t- a decade 
Yes. <laughs> it's probably yeah. one of those things, isn't it? In, in a way, you've come so far. Yeah. I think sometimes you definitely have to stop. I do. And have to realise how far I have come. Because it's so easy to think, oh, God, I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. But then I look back at what we have achieved. Mm. And I have to do that a lot to keep me grounded. And it's, it is amazing. I'm very lucky. I... The best part of my job is discovering new independence. And I didn't know about you three years ago when I launched the TN card. A couple of members said to me, oh, you must go to Highgate Florist. And I remember when I visited for the first time, I was just, oh, it's beautiful. It's really like a jaw-dropping business with the fields of flowers. I think I must have come on a beautiful blue sky day and your shop you've got the cafe you've got your little shop your workshops I just totally in awe of you and what you've done but what was the barn then when you took it over 10 years ago how did it look um it was a rubble floor oh Um, it was yeah big metal shutters at the front um so my dad built the barn so when I was like a toddler and it was just storage there wasn't like a toilet block Mm -hmm. on the side anything like that there wasn't a garden at the back anything like that it was literally just bricks rubble floor and filled with lots of tools and machinery and just a dumping ground really did you know what you wanted to do with it there was always the dream my dad built the barn originally to have a farm shop and a market garden but this was way back even before when farm shops were even really a thing um but bless him he he's very old school very old-fashioned he did it all himself which is why it's taken so long (laughs) um but it's sort of evolved since then so it's now a flower shop. I never imagined myself having a flower school from there. Um, we're still finding our feet, even after three years of it being open as a business. It's it was still a major change from having a little village shop to all of a sudden we've got this massive space. Mm. So yeah, yeah. Why have you moved into teaching? Is it something that you've discovered that you enjoy? Yeah, I've always loved teaching. Um, I found the retail side of floristry was getting is getting harder and harder, like a lot of businesses are. Because um, you've now spent a long time in that industry. Haven't I have you? You've been a florist yeah. for many years. Yeah, so I think the the main the main choice for me was last year. I was just sort of getting over my COVID weddings, like, and I was working seven days a week. And I thought I've got a three year old sitting at home, and I'm not spending enough time with her. And it got to the point, you know, you, you start to think it's not worth it, you know. They're so li- they're so little for such a short period of time. I thought I want to do something that I actually I really enjoy. Mm. I've done a lot of weddings. I've done a lot of you know bouquets and events and things. Yeah, but doing the floristry for weddings must be really tough when you've got a little one. Yes, because it's all weekends yeah, as well. So I'm you know flat out on Friday Saturday mornings. I'm there, you know, five six in the morning. Sometimes I'm not getting home Friday night until like sometimes midnight because I'm obviously doing the shop during the day and then trying to carry on with my wedding work. So it was just a biting point, really. I thought, you know what, I'm going to take this year. I may well go back to it a bit mm. more later on, but the flower teach the teaching of the flowers is so much more relaxing. It's enjoyable. People come because they want to do something new, but they go away feeling so much more relaxed. I don't think people realise how just lovely and relaxing flower arranging really is. Yes. So for anyone that hasn't visited, you've got your fields of flowers and you provide pick your own. Yes. So what's the season for pick your own? So we try, we usually start like between May and July, we have a small selection. So things like sweet peas, cornflowers and things like that. The main season, I would say, is from like August through to October. So that's when you'll drive in and see the flower field. But we were just discussing that because of the unseasonal weather, it's a little bit later this year. So you're yeah. just starting to promote the pick your own flowers. Yeah. So each year we are completely governed by the weather. All our stuff is grown naturally. It's grown outside. 
as nature intended. We don't use any sprays or chemicals on it, so we're not forcing anything. We don't have big greenhouses that we bring on in heating, so we are really reliant on the weather. And unfortunately, <laughs> Mother Nature doesn't always play ball mm-hmm. with us, but you know that's the way we like it as well. What flowers do you have in the field at the moment? So at the moment, we've got cosmos, sunflowers. We've got three different varieties of sunflowers. We've got dahlias, we've got zinnias, we've got asters, we've got helichrysum, which are dried flowers. We've got a nice little selection of dried flowers, cornflowers, and they're just a big mass of colour. Your Instagram feed at the moment is beautiful. <laughs> it's like a rainbow of colour and yes. it's just stunning. So I spend Nick, far please, too much time Nick's doing in that. The room. Please go and have a look at Kerry's Instagram. Oh. It's stunning, really beautiful. <laughs> so as the months go on, what, what will come into season? So at the moment, we're hoping, we usually go on till October, till the frost comes. Yeah. So the day the dahlias go on until the first frost. Okay. And then obviously everything sort of dies back and everything looks a bit more sad. When you drive in, you'll just see the, the field, empty field. But then obviously we're getting ready for Christmas. Um, we do a little bit around autumn. So I do like some pumpkin arrangements and autumn wreaths. Mm-hmm. And I just like going foraging around the field using autumnal branches, anything I can find and pick up <laughs> yeah and the artist in you can probably scan that field yeah. and know what will look good visually yeah so anyone who wants to come and do pick your own can you just turn up do you have to book no you don't have to book just turn up we are open at the moment between monday and saturday mm-hmm. 10 till 4 um just bring some scissors with you because we don't always have scissors available if they're all just out normal the field. kitchen scissors or do they have to be garden scissors um garden scissors are better but it doesn't matter they're okay. not really woody stems you yes. can quite easily get away with just using a normal pair of scissors just don't bring your mum's hairdressing scissors or anything <laughs> um but yeah it's 10 pound for a small bucket and 20 pound for a big and so you, you provide the buckets we provide the buckets yeah and you can just go out and fill it and if you fill more than a bucket is that okay yeah, that's okay. I mean, we just charge accordingly. So if people like yeah. sort of pick a massive bucket and then some, mm-hmm. we'll just charge a little bit extra. But it, my dad's really fair on the flowers. We yes. just, it's just a nice thing to do. Wonderful. And then people that have done that, they can come into the barn. And you've got a coffee shop there too, haven't you? Tell yes. us about that. So the coffee shop's called Blossom and Bean. Um, it's mainly because the name comes from flowers and coffee. So Blossom is in flower, but also my daughter's called Blossom. So it sort of wanted to have a family ring to it. And bean is in coffee bean. So a lot of people thought I was carrying a bean when I was there. And I was like, no. <laughs> so just Blossom and Bean. So it's um, we've always wanted a coffee shop sort of in the background. It's not my dream to have a coffee shop, but it just sort of complements what we do really nicely. It's lovely for people to be able to stay a little bit longer yes. and relax afterwards. Yeah. So it's really important for us in the coffee shop that everything's homemade. And we use as much produce from the from the field that we do we can as well so on the lunch menu oh, wow. you know at the moment we're, we're doing lots of homemade salads with our tomatoes we grow tomatoes cucumber lettuce we've got lots of herbs we grow we've got garlic carrots beans spinach all grown on the field again no chemicals used and you'll find a lot of that on the menu as well so we do, do we do cakes and scones and things yes. too that are all made in the kitchen by the by our wonderful team and it's light bites and lunch, would you say? Yeah, light bites. We do like salads, sandwiches, gelatas. Um, we do different like quiches and things, all quite rustic homemade stuff. Who does the baking? That can't be you as well, is it? No, okay. no. I don't think we'd have a cafe if I was doing the <laughs> cooking. Um, we've got a lovely lady called Emma, who's our manager. She does. She's an amazing baker. And we've got a lovely uh, chef called Pam. She's, she's a trained chef, so she does a lot of the sort of lunch and breakfast menu as well. So between them guys, they do a lot of the baking and the cooking. And then we've sort of got a little um, 
team around that do everyone helps out really there's no sort of job role for anybody as you were listing the produce that you use from your fields I mean, yeah. that's very special do you yeah. sell any of your produce at local farm shops not farm shops no only because we don't really have the time to go out and pick mm. it um my say my dad does all the growing of that too yes. <laughs> so he's very busy um, but no, we sell it in the shop. You can come down and if it's not in there, like a lot of our regulars come and they go, oh, could you, I want some carrots. We'll go and dig some yes. and they're there. It's, it's amazing. What else is in your shop? Because you said that you're now moving into the flower school. I yes. assume that the shop part has died down too, but you've still got a little bit of retail there. Yes, we do sell some giftware. We've got some external um, people as well, uh, some other local businesses that sell their like, uh, stuff. So we've got a lady who makes um, balms. We've got um, a loop. balms, as in hand balms. Yeah, hand balms, lip balms, that sort of thing. Oh, lovely. Um, and we've got Anita Graham. She does her teas and herbal remedies. Now Anita has her uh, dispensary, herbal dispensary, on Castle Street in yes. Tunbridge Wells. So yes. she's a TM partner. I love yes. Anita. So she sells in our shop as well. Fantastic. Um, we've got another lady um, called Alice May Vintage. She sells sort of like vintage wear, homeware, and stuff. Um, and then I've got some bits as well, so I sell like some candles. Um, we've got Rupington Home as well, actually. They sell cards and a bit mm. of homeware. So yeah, just a nice little selection. And I'll be obviously getting more in for Christmas too. Yeah, there's so much. It's really worth coming for a day and just getting your flowers and pottering yeah. and having some lunch. And tell us about the flower school. So you have? You, are you gearing up for your wreath making at the moment, or is there like an autumnal uh, workshop that people can book in for? Yeah, so I've, I've just um, released my autumnal workshops yesterday, actually. So I've got a pumpkin I arrangement. Must have known that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a pumpkin arrangement workshop coming up. How do you arrange pumpkins then? So we grow our own pumpkins as well. Of course you do, of course. <laughs> so you'll get given a pumpkin. I'll do the messy bit of carving so it out. So you don't do like pumpkin picking? We did last year, mm. but um, we've actually got like a real pumpkin patch. <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> There's lots of vines and stuff, so it's okay. not not health, health and safety is uh, great <laughs> for that. Um, so we do we do do a bit of pick your own pumpkins, but with the pumpkin workshop, you'll get a pumpkin. I'll carve it out for you. Put a bit of our waste. Oh, you do in the there. messy stuff. I do the messy so bit. Can yeah, come in and again, the health party. and safety with knives and things. Yeah, and um, then you make an arrangement. So instead of doing the arrangement in a vase or a pot, you do it in a pumpkin. That's really lovely. Yeah. I thought you meant, just, oh, I'll just place that pumpkin there. <laughs> what did no. I know? So we did, last year we did a children's one as well, but it was a great thing to do with the kids as well. Yeah. So um, I will be doing some online tutorials with that as well, so people can just sort of watch it and then hopefully come and buy their own pumpkin and make Oh, that's own. a great idea. Yeah. So are all your workshops on the website? Yes, yeah, so it's on Highgate Florist Flower School website, and we've got the autumn wreath one as well, which is in... End of September, I think. I love this trend towards autumn wreaths. Yeah. It's just it, any excuse to make yeah. how homes pretty, to celebrate a new season. Yeah. And, are they dried arrangements? Will they last? Or are you yeah, so at the moment, because we, we're we growing some dried flowers, at the moment I am busy picking the dried flowers ready for Can the I autumn. Can I ask, what are dried flowers when you're growing them? So there's they're known as straw flowers, or you might have heard them called straw flowers, they look like a little crispy flower there, but they're really pretty. So ours are helichrysum that we grow. They come in lots of different colours. So we just, we pick them fresh. I strip all the foliage off and then I just hang them upside down, somewhere warm, dry. And for they'll just long? dry out. How long out. do they have to dry for? Um, I just hang them up for a couple of weeks. Okay. 
I don't do anything special with but them. But they look like dried flowers as they grow, do they? They do, yeah. Obviously, the, the greenery looks a bit fresher. Because um, I've got lots of dried flowers in my garden, but I think it's yeah. just because I didn't water it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're, they're especially like, not especially for drying, but they just dry really mm. well. They, they hold the colour. Um, I've just hacked my dad's hydrangea bushes as well. <laughs> so hydrangeas dry really Sorry, well. Sorry, Dad. Yes. <laughs> I just told him I'd prune them back, but I, hopefully he hasn't gone up and seen them yet because I've literally cut what I needed and not pruned them nicely. Just cut them at the back. The yes, <laughs> so I've got hydrangeas that I've dried, the helichrysum. We've got status as well, which is like a little, uh, lots of different colours, purple, white, yellow. But they're um, they're really old-fashioned, but they're really coming back into fashion now. So there's, there's Isn't a it trend. wonderful when you see the trends yeah. coming around? See, when I was a teenager, I thought they were really old-fashioned. Yeah. I didn't like and now them. you're thinking, oh, they're quite yeah, nice. Yeah, now they're all coming back, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what are your Christmas plans? Lots of wreath-making, I presume. Yes, my head is spinning at the moment with Christmas, which is really exciting. So we do wreath-making, uh, wreath-making workshops. I'm just about to put them dates on because I've got lots of private bookings as well with companies and offices. A lot of people are now deciding to do them as a Christmas party, which is great. Mm. Obviously, your most important date is yeah. Wednesday, the 29th of November, because yes. that's a TN yes. member workshop. VIP one, yeah. That's the VIPs, that's right. Yes. So <laughs> the details will be going up on the events directory very soon, but yeah. I'm very excited. It's our first <laughs> wreath-making workshop, and Kerry, it's not a lie, is it? I've been pestering you about this for ages. <laughs> Kerry, yeah, please let us come and do a workshop I know, with you. Yeah. It's, um, I don't think you could avoid avoid this uh, request this time because of the podcast no, i think no. i had you in a corner <laughs> no i love i love doing christmas but i'm just i think like any small business owner would say it's so difficult running yeah. like hats for everything like you know you're a marketer one day you're, you're the pr expert the next day and then you're the accountant another day and jack of all trades yes yeah, yeah. and um, i'm a very creative person and uh, you know my my bookkeeper bless her always says to me you're very creative, but you're not very organised. <laughs> you can't be everything. No, Gary. that's why you can't be efficient no. on messages and a creative. Exactly. I prefer being out in the field, picking oh, flowers yes. or doing something. Do you have a, an out of office says that I might be out in the fields? No, I should you do. Really should I should do. Yeah. Yes. I have one of them boring ones that say I'll be might get back to you in forty no, hours. No, no. Explain to people why that you're <laughs> round the back of a hydrangea. Yes. <laughs> so the 29th of November is our member event, and then a few days after that, you're actually joining me at Christmas at the Castle yes. so I'm really excited to have yeah. you you've got a, a chalet for three days or is it two uh two sorry Saturday. I'm worrying you there that's what you've I booked in for three days <laughs> I've got a workshop the day before so you're there on the second and the third of December and yeah. what will you be selling in the chalet so I will be selling my Christmas wreaths and I'm also hoping to bring some wreath kits so I bring some so in the kit you get everything to make your own wreath and you also get a link to an online demo so that was really popular in lockdown. So that's why I've carried on selling the kits as well. Is there like a guarantee that it will look professional at the end? I mean, if I bought, buy your DIY kit, is it going to look professional? Probably not. I, I always really encourage anyone who comes to learn with me, I say floristry is an art. And like artists, they're all different. Mm. And I really don't, I don't, I try not to say to people, right, this is my demo, now you copy it. I'll show people and give them the techniques to make so I'll give them the foundations and then I try and encourage them to go and get put their own flair on it and I think when you're working with flowers and nature I don't think anything's not not beautiful yeah 
I don't think I'm as generous. I'm very, I'm a perfectionist, so I don't like my wreath. I'm, I'm very boring as well. I always go for the greens and the whites and the creams, but. No one ever likes their own. Yeah. I need to mix it up a little bit, maybe a bit of color this year. Yeah. What are the colors that are on trend for Christmas 2023? Oh, I don't know. I always go natural. Yeah, Yeah. me too, me too. I saw on your socials that you, what was it, your website that you do, having done wedding flowers, you're now helping brides to do their own flowers, talking about the DIY wreaths. That's such a brilliant idea because not everyone can afford to get a professional florister in. No. Will you help couples go through the whole design process? Yeah, so... I sort of saw, um, I'm on a lot of wedding pages on mm. Facebook and things, and there's so many questions about DIY wedding flowers. People don't know what flowers to use or when to buy them or how to store them yes. or when, to, you know. And I thought, you know what, there's, I, as far as I'm aware, there's not a lot of services out there that actually just offer a consultation service for that. So I'm offering Zoom calls with brides or grooms-to-be, and they can do a simple package of, like, they can just ask me, I treat it like a consultation, like mm. I would as a bride. So we're taught through flowers that they, that's available in their season. So they'll come to you, will they? They, I can do it via Zoom. So they can be anywhere then okay. in the country. Um, because we're not, I don't need to show them many flowers. I can, I can send them images afterwards after our chat, but I can just help them with like how many of what flower they might need for an arrangement, when to buy their flowers in, where to buy their flowers, you know, how long roughly they would need to, take on a design what's going to be you know achievable for what they perhaps want to do but you're also telling them what they need to think about because yes. you don't know what you don't know no this is a very good point at what point yeah. do you purchase the flowers in yeah. advance of arranging because a lot of people still think we make everything on the morning of the wedding <laughs> you know and you can actually make them you know if you're getting married on saturday you could start on the wednesday if yes. it's not the middle of the summer and it's boiling hot so um yeah there's lots of things i can help with that just because sometimes it's not about the money. People just want to make their own because they want to have a DIY wedding or they want it to be, you know, they might want to get together with their bridesmaids and or their mums and, the, you know, and do something nice together. Yeah. People, lots of people want a nice rustic wedding, don't they? Yes. Something yeah. very informal outside. Yeah. And it kind of lends itself to that. Yes. Yeah. What's your favourite part of what you do? Um, my favourite part is just being in the field. On an early morning when it feels like the world is still asleep. Are you an early riser? Yes. I'm, I'm early in bed and I, I love getting up in the morning. Like you might see my Instagram recently. I've done a few morning shots where it's really misty in the valley still. And I just love being out in the flowers. The bees are buzzing everywhere. The birds are, you know, singing and it just feels like no one else in the world's awake. And just having that half an hour in the morning really sets me up for the day. It sounds so idyllic, Carrie. Yes. Honestly, if anyone is listening to this and haven't yet visited the nursery in Erridge Lane, please come and visit. It is beautiful. And if you, yeah, you'll be amazed at the flowers. And will you help people pick and arrange? Once they've chosen some flowers from the field, will you give yes. a few pointers for people that don't know how to arrange yeah, them? Yeah, I'll chat to everyone and, tell, you know, just tell them how to look after them a bit to, like, you know, make them last as long as they can. But um, like, for instance, this evening, I've got a workshop on that's called an evening with flowers. So we're going to go out into the field for an hour, pick flowers. While they do that, my dad's going to be talking to them about how we grow flowers, because there's lots of people that want to learn how to grow their own as well. And then we're going to go back into the barn. I'm going to do a demo and they're going to create something beautiful, the flowers that they've just picked. 
Sam, have you got an extra space for me? Can I come along? <laughs> I'm like down the road, I can pop in. Yeah, pop in. Yeah. When you have a day like this, weather-wise, it's, yes. oh, it just makes it, doesn't it? It is lovely. Yeah. I did I did advertise this agency again, because in my head it was still light oh. till 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. It gets a bit dark early now. But then you, so you weren't planning an autumnal one, it's a, a late summer. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so how many workshops will you put on over Christmas? Is there... Or as many as I can fit in, really. Okay. <laughs> Only because there's, there's quite a big market for it still. But this year I'm going to play with some, like, a Christmas masterclass where it'll be a whole day. So in the morning we create a wreath, have a nice lunch, and then in the afternoon we make a nice table decoration. Because I'm finding people want to do more. Like, cause there's so many wreath workshops around now. Yes. Like, everybody's doing them. So I just want to do something a bit more. And I'm going to do a Christmas course as well in November. So it'll be a three- to four-week course where each evening we create something beautiful for christmas that one will be aimed more at people that want to do their own decoration nearer christmas yes but i can teach them early so they can go away have a think about it and then use everything they've learned to create a lovely festive home that's such a great idea yeah. and with our member event if there's anyone listening who has particular requests we, we're quite flexible at this point yeah. aren't we so obviously yeah. there'll be the bubbles there and yeah. there'll be flowers and kerry will be there to to show us how to create something beautiful but whether that's a centerpiece table decoration or a, a wreath please let us know and yeah. we can we can shape the evening around around yeah. you guys and they can bring their own decorations as well and i can show them how to put on their own so I usually I supply decorations, I supply all the dried ones like cones, cinnamon, oranges, things like that. But they can um bring their own too. Yeah. Apologies to everyone. We've <laughs> opened the window. I I suggested it might sound like we're walking through the the, the flower fields, but unfortunately it does sound like we're on an est- an estate somewhere, so apologies. Um Kerry, thank you very much for being part of the TN thank card. You. Um how do you thank members for supporting local? Can you remember your reward? at 10% discount correct yes <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically 10% off so that includes yep. workshops and courses yep. 10% off in the shop yes. um, it doesn't include pick your own but please come along and does it Kerry no it doesn't that's my dad's side unfortunately <laughs> um, sorry doesn't busy include Kerry's dad all day picking but 10, 10% off courses and workshops and we'll have a special member event with a special price and 10% off purchases in the gift shop so Kerry, it's been an absolute delight to have you Thank in. Thank you for having me. Uh, what are the, your future plans for the business? Oh, do you know what? It, even though I've been doing this years, it feels like a new business because mm. I've just launched my flower yes. school. I'll be doing a flower membership soon, flower workshops, courses. No, the flower membership, is that a subscription? Yes, that'll be online. So it's for people that can't really come in person or maybe, you know, can't afford maybe the bigger courses. So flower membership, I'm doing a special introduction offer for £15 a month. And in the membership, I will be doing coming in once a month and doing a demo. So they'll get a flower right. tutorial through it. They'll get discounts as well off my courses, workshops. I'll be coming in to do lives once a week, just chatting all things flowers. That's such a good idea. Yes. Well, you'll be putting the details on your website. Yes. Okay. And what is the website? It's www.highgatefloristflowerschool.co.uk. And if, blah, blah, blah. and if people can't remember that, you're on socials as... Highgate Florist. That's <laughs> a lot easier to remember. To be fair, you can go on and just type in highgateflorist.co.uk and that web address still takes you yeah. to the school. And if you're on the TN card directory, just search just up Highgate. Yeah. Even quicker. So, <laughs> Kerry, thank you. Thank a you. ray of sunshine always. And uh, yeah, I love what you're doing. Please keep it up. And I'm really looking forward to our member event in November. Thank you. Take care. Thank Bye. you. Bye.